I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. If I asked you to explain the psychology of religion, could you sum it up in 15 minutes? That's the impossible task I was asked to do as part of a three-person panel discussing neuroscientist Andrew Newberg's book, Why God Won't Go Away. 500,000 would probably be a conservative estimate of the number of books written on my assigned topic, The Psychology of Religion. In 15 minutes, this definitely felt like trying to put the ocean in a teacup, but I decided to try. I explained that I would rather call my part of the presentation the psychology of theology, which is the study of religious philosophy, because hot-button words like religion and God have become virtual Molotov cocktails. God, as Carolyn Casey says, the word God needs a rest. I decided to focus on the work of two neuroscientists, Ian McGilchrist, author of The Master and His Emissary, and Andrew Newberg, author of Why God Won't Go Away. First McGilchrist, known for his research on the differences between the right and left hemispheres of the brain. His research is based on his observations of stroke patients and people with schizophrenia. Basically, the right and the left hemispheres of our brains have very different perspectives of the world. The right hemisphere sees the bigger picture. It uses intuition, metaphor, context, imagination, and humor. The right brain is all about exploring, feeling, and connectedness, relationships. This is also the seat of art, drama, music, poetry, and religious and spiritual thinking. The left hemisphere, McGilchrist says, is about thinking, reason, logic, competition, and putting all the pieces together. Both hemispheres are compatible and incompatible with each other at the same time. Like some people I know, you can't live with them and you can't live without them. As an example of right and left brain differences, we could talk about the fundamentalist versus the mystic aspects of religion. McGillchrist says that an idea begins in the right brain, let's say a concept of God or a higher power, a mystic's perspective based on intuition and experience. Then the idea goes to the left brain, where it might develop a set of rules, like the Ten Commandments, the fundamentalist aspect, and then ideally, and that's the important word here, it goes back to the right brain, which puts it in context with a holistic evaluation as to the merits of the whole thing. That's how we develop our human values. But if the idea doesn't come back to the right brain and stays in the left brain, where in this case all the rules are being made, then all kinds of bad things can happen. Abuse of power, rigid dogmas, and literal interpretations of religious texts, which were meant to be interpreted through metaphor, a right brain function. Then we get the Inquisition, burning at the stake, and other ugly things. Just a word about mystics. All world religions have their mystics. In Western religions, Judaism has the Kabbalah, Christianity has the Christian mystics like Thomas Aquinas and Hildegard of Bingham, and Islam has the Sufis. 
These mystics base their beliefs on personal experience rather than on following a set of rules. Needless to say, historically, the fundamentalists have not appreciated these pesky mystics and have gone to great lengths, think inquisitions and burning at the stake, to wipe out the mystics. This is never successful, as the mystics are like herding cats. Pursuing them seems like a game of whack-a-mole. Perhaps this is why God won't go away. I hope this has tweaked your brain a bit and that you'll hang out with me again next week for part two of Why God Won't Go Away. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.